Hi, this is Kate Daly. I'm so excited, you guys. The first ever commemorative and limited edition Kate Daly Show coin is here. And I am hoping that you will act to purchase one or several for family, for friends, for yourself. These are real silver coins uh, worth about $40, $45. And this is a way to invest in silver, which they say is going to go through the roof, and also to support free speech, to support the show. And if you listen to my show and you love what we do, and you know how seriously we take this, we are not bought and sold. We are not told what to say by any corporation. We're completely independent. This money goes right to the show. And it will help the show grow and also have a security for the show so we can keep the show going. This is a special fundraiser, limited edition, only for a short time for the show. And I hope you take part in it. It's a beautiful coin modeled after the flowing hair dollar. This is a, a side picture of a woman, uh, long flowing hair. It was the first coin ever minted in the United States when the United States became the United States. And I celebrate that history with you. And the reason I wanted it to be minted after that coin as a reminder to be faithful and be fearless as they were back in 1794 and a reminder of to what this country is about and and where we need to get this country back to is a country that we know listens to the Constitution, obeys the Constitution again. I'm so grateful for this. You can find it at katedallyradio.com. You can the, the link is right at the top of the homepage, katedallyradio.com, or you can go katedallyshow.com forward slash coin. And you can go in, purchase the coin, super easy to do. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping this show for helping truth and helping us get the, these messages out there. Thank you. Thank you for supporting this show. And thank you for acting, not just listening, but acting and doing something that's going to mean a lot to truth in radio. Thank you. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. Skin, hair, nails, just good health all over. So I got to the point where I was for like a week, week and a half, I like, didn't really take vegetables, and I could totally feel a difference just from not taking the vegetables. I just feel mellower, and that helps me too because then I can give myself a break and say, good, you did it. I know that this is a good path for me to go on. I can tell there's things that are happening, and I do feel better. Yes, it's better. I was really down, and it has been uplifting. I really do approve of it, and I'm 80 years old, and so this is really uh, good for me. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. Ten. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. 
And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Show starts now. desperate attempt to fill 24 hours of programming. Here's a bunch of crap that happened somewhere today. We've got some footage here which began just after 3 o'clock this afternoon when residents in this neighborhood were shocked to see this fairly common thing happening. An attractive witness described the event in breathless terms. I went to my window and I was like, whoa, there's something happening. That happened right over there. I'm an older man, so you can trust what I say. Now let's see if we can drag this out a little longer. Absolutely, Glenn. This has some broader implications. Here's a list of tips on how to avoid it happening to you. And here's some footage of Congress. Yes, I see that. Well, thank you, Keith. When we return, we'll look at live footage of a car chase taken from a helicopter and free associate about what's going on. Oh, I love that one. Uh, welcome, Kate Daly Show, at your service. How are you today? And uh, that's basically the news in a nutshell, isn't it? We're going to free associate what's going on after we show you a picture. And we're going to keep this 24-hour news cycle filled to the brim with a bunch of crap that uh, you don't really need to hear. Um, but, uh, you know, it'll distract you. So welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I was on Alex Jones earlier, and uh, I, I did a presentation on there. You can check it out at band.video, the word band.video. Um, and I hope you do. Uh, also, George Webb and Investigator Dave this Friday. So I hope you're tuned in for that. That's going to be a loaded episode on Friday. George Webb, reporter at large, and uh, Investigator Dave. I also have Melissa Smith with me. How are you? I am good. How are you today, Kate? I'm good. Kate? I'm great. And uh, I'm good. And I know everybody's kind of celebrating the Liz Cheney um, take down. I loved the meme that had a rhino uh, as they were helicoptering it through the air and saying, um, deporting Liz from <laughs> Washington. <laughs> but um, yeah, they, I think they sacrificed one of their own uh, to the great gods of Satan uh, because that whole Cheney clan, Bush clan, and she was supported by Bush money. Lots of, lots of millions coming from the Bush family uh, to run, but she vows she's going to run for president. And well, have, she's delusional. Kate, have you seen have you seen the little meme that says she won't be back for season two of the House uh, January sixth committee hearings? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many great memes about her today, and she's so hated. Yeah. She's kind of like a Mitt Romney, a female Mitt Romney, and so it's nice to see that. I swear, it, it's nice to see that. It's nice to see a, a victory like that. I just wish I wish the victories were more centered around getting rid of the 87 new 1,000 IRS agents and all those things that they're doing to harm us and the manipulated food shortage. But, you know, a girl can dream. Uh, it's just that Congress and the Senate aren't doing anything. They're going around giving lofty speeches for election time. It's just saying how broken it is. Not doing a thing. Not doing a thing to fix it. Um, so I also wanted to mention just like, three things. Number one, CDC, of course, I know you guys have already heard, uh, probably heard, the CDC just quietly stopped differentiating between unvaxxed and vaxxed. <laughs> hmm. 
Anyway, I think they're setting up for their next big event, to tell you the truth. The Postal Service has a brand new, you know, division, and the division is the Election election and Government Mail Service D- Division. The fix is in, people. The fix is in. So, um, yeah, I, I could go on and on about that, but you know that that's not going to end well for us. And so there's a couple of things like that happening, and it's just quite, it's just quite pathetic to watch. But... I'm so glad you're tuned in today because Melissa has so many awesome topics to talk about that we're going to be very busy trying to get through some topics here, but all are all merit uh, some some talking about for sure. Yeah, I think so. Why don't we start here? How okay. much is it costing more? Ooh, because of inflation, how much more is leaving your wallet? The right inflation now? that's not happening. So Biden, um, oh yeah, Biden yeah. said it's zero, yeah. but we all know that Biden doesn't know what country yeah. he's living in so. i think every i think people are paying usually about a tank of gas 20 30 40 more dollars right for a tank of gas no matter where you live you're you're going to be paying a tank and a half for a tank of gas right at the grocery well, store you're paying a lot more yeah so if you think about how much in total uh-huh. is leaving you know how much more are you paying right now than you were a year ago um there the the averages there's lots of numbers out there but they're floating between about 700 and 850 more a month Mm. that's a lot over you know that's what close to ten thousand dollars more a year right if you figure if you figure it's on the high end and and that's really specific to where what part of the country you're living in as well Mm -hmm. some places are seeing much higher numbers than that Hmm. That that's a bad thing. That's a very bad thing, and I don't see any politicians with the stomach to take it on. In fact, they all just voted for that inflation reduction uh, parody yeah. show. Yeah, the Dissident and Food Reduction Act. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, basically. So, are you paying more for eggs? Are you paying more for milk? Are you paying if you can get bread? Are you paying more for it? Are you able? You know, how much more are we paying across the board? How much are you paying for gas? Mm-hmm. It's bad. And it's eating a out, bad, bad thing. Eating out has gone through the roof. If you are a person that eats out a lot, you've noticed. I cannot believe the prices they're charging, and it's kind of substandard, like in service and, and also in in portions and things like that. But wow, it's gone up. I mean, it just seems well, like everything. You're kind of being hit everywhere. Plus utilities, cost of utilities is way up for no reason, no apparent reason for that. Uh, no. Well, yes, we do know the reason for it because we have to put Mm -hmm. on the altar Mm -hmm. everything in order to prevent climate change. Oh, yes. Everything. We have to be willing to eat cricket paste (laughs) for the sake of the environment. And we have to be willing to pay $35 for it. Right. Um, Okay, here's another quick little headline kind of related to the same thing. Um, So, Kate... You know, Biden just promised with this big new bill that they passed, this shiny new bill, mm-hmm. that people who are have incomes under four hundred thousand dollars, they will not be there will the rate for auditing will be just the same. Do you believe it? Yeah, right. 
Um, there's a reason they want 87,000 more at a total of 180,000 is to go after the middle class and the small business owner like it's nobody's business. Yeah. Well, wrap your head around this. Okay. The IRS is looking to collect $20 billion more in taxes. Where are they going to get that from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asset and forfeiture. It's, you know, there's only so much they can squeeze. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, and we know how this works. It, let's put this together with our Economics 101 lesson. Mm-hmm. Inflation is happening. So if they squeeze corporations, that's the solution, right? Every every right. Marxist will tell you. We just have to squeeze corporations. They're making big bucks. Well, what do corporations do to recoup that? Mm-hmm. They're going to charge you more. So you're, the inflation rate will continue to escalate. Right. Yeah. So... Who does inflation hurt the most? Yeah, us. Middle class and lower class people. Sure. And so now let's add to that that they're going to make up $20 billion in taxes from somebody somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be low and middle class people. So our taxes are going to go up. Inflation's going to go up. Yeah. This is how we decide that Americans have had it too good for too long and we our standard of living needs to be reduced. Are you feeling the pinch yet? Yeah, I, I Because if you're not, you. give them a minute. They'll well, think of something else. I know Catherine Austin Fitz said, you know, they're not after your money. They can print more money anytime they want. Obviously they do uh, have. Um, but what they really want is your assets, your gold, your kids. I agree with that. I think, I think some of what you're talking about and what they, their goal is uh, and more would be asset uh, forfeiture. It would be, you know, we'll take your house. You owe us this amount of money. And even though you don't think you do, you do. And we're going to take your stuff, take your assets. Ooh. I I have always struggled, however, to understand what the end game of that is. Mm. I mean, where does that well, take? Where does that leave them? I, it, and it I know the I should know enough. Special. I truly should know enough history mm-hmm. to recognize when we're on the road to serfdom. Yeah, yeah, because it makes the divide. Then it's all poor, or you're the elitist. So there's there's no middle, right? There's no middle. It's just poor and. And well, very, let's very rich. literally, and I use that road to serfdom on purpose. Number mm-hmm. one, there's a famous book that everyone should read called The Road to Serfdom. Sure, sure. And number two, I mean, literally, like medieval serfdom, mm-hmm. where we're going to each have, a, you know, the elite that controls the region mm-hmm. and the rest of us will be bound to the land that we live in, kind of like the Hunger Games. You're going to live in a, your little mm-hmm. your little sector, your little area. And you will not be able to travel. You won't be able to do anything. You'll have to eat what you can grow. Mm-hmm. And you will pay everything else to the Lord of the manor. Yeah. It's a very medieval thing. And, and I guess if you're an elite, it works out well for you. Oh, 100%. And there's a lot of profit to be made by selling off our assets as well and looting a country. They're basically looting. They want the land. The land's worth a lot. And uh, obviously to other countries that shall not be named. And... And it's really about, it's really about looting at the core, right? Because if you go back to Nazi Germany, what did they do? They started passing legislation, you know, it's kind of like the vaxxed and unvaxxed, you know, it was like, you can't enter businesses, you can't do this, you can't do that, but it was over obvious uh, religion. 
But what's interesting also with that is they did the legislation and then they started um, ruining their businesses and then they started making sure that um, that they they did not have those same freedoms to um, to make money and then taking their stuff, literally taking their stuff. A lot of money to be made in the looting of that. For sure. Well, Americans, we need to wake up to the fact mm-hmm. that Nazis, well, they had their own particular group of targeted people. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same again. And we need to quit thinking that Nazis only target Jews. Right. Because people who are totalitarians will target mm-hmm. anyone that suits them. Right. Right. Was that it, a- It's not going to be like, it's not going to be a reproduction of the Nazi regime. It's going to be different. Yeah. Is with it, the same the same tune and a new variation. Let's put it this way. Did the Nazi eugenics program ever end or was it just implemented on no. a larger scale over here? And did, was that the trial run for doing this to the world? Because we keep getting told over and over again that they really could do away with most of us and that would be just fine with them uh, because they only need the scant few uh, to be able to to do what they would like to do. And we keep getting told that by Klaus Schwab's little right-hand guy. And so um, I, we ha- you almost you have to kind of take that perspective and then go, wow, this is probably much bigger than we even thought. Uh, be right back on the Kate Daly Show. I've got Melissa Smith, who joins me every Wednesday, followed by Susan, who joins me every Wednesday. Always a rocking show with these two gals. Be right back. Kate Daly Show at your service today. say that you know it's his voice right <laughs> Willie and Johnny uh, I love the song Ghostwriters very cool song and no one ever plays it so I always think I'm going to so uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly show katedalyradio.com if you want to support free speech please go get a collector's coin they're, they're limited it's the only fundraiser we've done in a decade for the show you know me I don't like to ask for stuff and it's just not me and I'm just asking that you want to if you want to support free speech if you listen this is something you can do right now and it means a lot to keep this show on the air. Uh, there just aren't hardly any shows like this. It's like there's a small handful, and that's it. So please help the show. It's $99. It's a coin, silver coin. It says the Kate Daly Show on it. Be faithful, be fearless. Comes in a beautiful case. And it's modeled after the first coin we ever minted. But it's a piece of history. It's also that constant, that constant assurance. Be faithful, be fearless. Stay in this fight. And a constant reminder. And also, it's putting money back in your pocket, because I think silver's only going up. So it's still putting money in your pocket. So it's a great investment. And you're helping free speech. Please do this uh, for the show. I'd really appreciate it. And go to MyPillow.com and get some fabulous products and set them aside for Christmas time. And then you'll know you've got them. You're not reliant on a supply chain. And you are also getting the best benefit up to 90% off. They're almost giving it to you, for Pete's sakes. Please go to MyPillow.com and get some of the most fabulous sheets, cool, cotton, crisp sheets you'll ever own. They wash perfectly. Towels, fluffy, absorbent, amazing. The pillows, 
awesome. I mean, just go get these products for yourself, your home. And uh, I really appreciate that. If you use the code word Kate, you're going to get the biggest savings. Okay. And that symposium is this weekend in Missouri uh, that Mike Lindell is doing for election fraud. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, exposing more fraud in the States and uh, good on him for doing that. Really appreciate him doing that. All right, Melissa, we have a lot to talk about, but we'll talk a little bit about PayPal. Yeah. I'm sure first. Because along with the whole new IRS stuff, if you didn't know, starting January 1st of this year, so Mm -hmm. going back to January 1st, um, the previous threshold was if you were taking in more than $20,000 on a social payment, like Venmo, PayPal, uh, Square, any of those, if you were earning more than $20,000 or taking in more than 20000 the IRS mm-hmm. um, would, they wanted a 1099K, which will be generated by those companies to show income that you're making. Because mm-hmm. if you're getting $20,000, that's a fair, yeah. fair indication that you have a business account. Right. Anyway, they have changed the threshold. It is now an aggregate of $600 mm-hmm. a year. And so think about the stifling effect that's going to have on uh, people's garage sales. Mm-hmm. I, In fact, I just was talking to my two college sons mm-hmm. who were, one of them said to the other, I'm not going to loan you any more money at lunch mm-hmm. because I'm going to get taxed on it. It will be considered taxable Ouch. income. Yeah, true. So it's going to have a chilling effect on some of these kind of low level, I mean, the IRS, I mean, who has a garage sale and they pay income tax on it? Right. Although that is what the law stipulates now. Right. But no one does. But <laughs> yeah. 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 If you think mm-hmm. about it, I, I just bought a, a bushel of apples for $25. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's a lot of transactions that happen across Venmo that are really not significant, but might add up yeah. to $600 over a year. That's not really very much money. Right. Um, but this other this other thing, and this is a thing, and I mean that in a not nice way. It's a thing. This swamp thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about the personal carbon wallet? I've heard about it. I have not gone down the rabbit hole yet. <laughs> Do tell. So we can we can tiptoe. We can at least look in the top of mm-hmm. the rabbit hole. Okay. So imagine that every citizen gets a certain amount of carbon credits or carbon emission rights. And then we're going to make sure that you little citizen don't go over your carbon limit, your yearly limit. So we're going to store your rights, your, that number, your carbon number in your digital wallet. Mm-hmm. So say I want to fly. I want to go somewhere. I want to go wherever. I want to go to California and see their Rose Parade. Right. I have to have enough carbon rights to buy the ticket to get there. And when I get to the end of my carbon rights, my little car- my little digital carbon credit wallet mm-hmm. is empty and there can be no more purchases. Now, most people are thinking about carbon rights means, oh, you know, is that just going to be, oh, that'll be gasoline or Mm -hmm. home heating. Think about all the ways this can be done. Home heating, travel, anything where you're using gasoline or 
or some kind of energy. Mm -hmm. Oh, but no, it doesn't really mean that. Because what they are doing, and they're that this is already in prototype, and it's being uh, sponsored in conjunction with Mastercard, <laughs> and in conjunction with a European credit card company. They've already got the prototype up and ready to roll. You, that's always of a good sign. They do, Jeez. and it will be not just on travel. It will not just be an energy carbon footprint, but it will follow every purchase that you make. Every purchase. You want to buy those jeans? We're going to advise you that buying a new pair of jeans is too much, too many carbon credits for you, wow. surf. You need to buy something that has lower, more sustainable carbon credits. Isn't isn't the new marketplace called Climate Trade or something like that? You go into Climate Trade to get carbon credits or something? Anyway. Uh, I, I, I haven't run across this that is, one yet, but you is, may be right. This is so, it's so nutty. And people think, oh, that that won't actually be a thing. Yeah, I could see it being well, a thing. Well, I want you to think about going into a restaurant, and down one side you'll see, oh, here's beef and chicken, mm -hmm. and how many carbon credits those cost. Right. And on the, the other side you have plant-based, beyond meat and cricket paste. Those <laughs> are much more sustainable for you, peasant. Oh, my gosh. So... What oh, are you going to, how are you going to spend your money? How are, it's not your money anymore. It's your carbon credits. It just makes me so sick because people actually think this, there's people out there that think this is the best idea since sliced bread <laughs> that are going to be pushing and, this for climate change. I can't even think about it. It's, it's horrific. Lest, lest you think that this is not happening. It's already being trialed in Dublin, Ireland. Jeez. So they already have restaurants that have, you know, the carbon mm -hmm. labeling on their menus. Because your life means nothing compared to how much. Eventually they're going to say to us, you are exhaling carbon dioxide. We're going to tax you on that. Mm -hmm. And we're going to subtract that off of your carbon credits. Well, I was going to say there isn't much left. So they have to kind of invent even more. Like in 1995, they invented the emissions tax, okay? And all it was to do was to fund the UN. That was where the money stream was going to go. And uh, and the other countries were too smart to do it. We were the stupid ones that said, sure, we'll take that. We'll take that on as a thing. It's the same kind of thing. They have to keep coming up with new ways to tax, even though it's quite invisible. So, Well, I want, uh, because I never pass up an opportunity here, mm -hmm. who owns Beyond Meat? Hmm. That's Bill Gates. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to eliminate the actual cattle and we're going to treat people like cattle because this is nothing but hurting us towards the idea that there are carbon consequences associated with eating a piece of chicken, that there are carbon consequences, mm -hmm. you know, a according to what kind of clothing you're wearing. Right. Now, what's really ironic, I told you, I, Ireland is kind of farther ahead of on this than we are. Mm -hmm. And what they have said, a, a government official in Ireland has said they want to reduce the number of cattle in Ireland because, you know, we have to cut down our carbon emissions. And, by the way, Brazil is adding to their herd, so we'll just buy our beef from Brazil. Right. And we're going to put them on a ship and bring 
the beef to Ireland. And it, please explain to me, what is the carbon cost of that going to be? Jeez. So isn't it cheaper yeah. carbon-wise to mm-hmm. raise local <laughs> cattle and not have to truck them anywhere. Well, yeah, but you're not supposed to make sense out of this. It's supposed to be, right? When well, you're trying when you're trying to do this, there's no sense about it at all. Well, that's the giveaway, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it doesn't make sense. If people stop to process, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Yeah. In fact, the, there is a call uh, by a lot of leftists to have a huge tax on meat tax, right? And to implement this, and they started crafting all these new dis, uh, the disincentives for meat consumption, and that resurfaced into the Inflation Reduction Act, the Dissident Removal Act, and uh, and that's the same kind of thing that you're talking about, right? The inflation, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I can't even call it that. It's the Dissident Farming Reduction Act, devotes five percent of its funds toward changing farming practices while ignoring meat and dairy production, the sector's biggest climate culprit, right? And so they're going to go after that pretty hardcore and they want huge meat taxes associated with all of this and 25% for poultry and 56% for beef. I know. I know. Doesn't it just make you sick because you see the writing on the wall and you're like, you're going to be completely outpriced of ever affording these things. And that's why we always say, get food storage, get food storage, go to prepare with Kate, get food storage because uh, by the way, what? Don't ever think that elites will be eating grasshopper paste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There will still be beef to be had, but Mm -hmm. think about the beef that you can buy in Japan. Yeah. I'm kind of picturing you know, Hunger 50, Games right now. You know, fifty, sixty $60 for a steak. Aren't you picturing Hunger Games? You have the one city that gets everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the other cities are out I, hunting I believe with a bow. that city in the Hunger Games was the capital. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then we're out there oh. hunting with bows and arrows to try and get some squirrels. I feel like that's yeah. where we're at. It's it's going to be at that point some point, at some point. You know, and I'm not trying to induce well, fear. It's just that they're already crafting these things. You have to you have to say what we're doing in reality and they're busy crafting these things. Well, if you have watched very many of the Black Mirror episodes mm-hmm. and and I remember when I first watched the series, I was like, Oh, that's you know, it's kind of creepy sci fi and you sure. could watch those things and say, Oh, I can see how that could happen. Right. Now it's actually happening and that really creeps yeah. me out even more. Yeah. If you take the idea of this carbon wallet, which is going to be digital, Mm -hmm. by the way, and you add to that social scoring, Mm -hmm. and you add to that digital IDs, Uh and you add to that digital health tracking, there's not a lot of freedom left. Yeah. The government or whoever this is, they will know everything about you all the time. They'll know what you eat. They'll know how you spend. They'll know what you read. Mm -hmm. They'll know what you wear. They know where you travel. They will know everything about Mm -hmm. you all the time. Well, on that cheery note, we'll be back in a moment. I know. I'm uh... sorry. I hate to be. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. We're the the depression show. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Be right back.
Hi, this is Dr. Jason Edwards from the Zion Eye Institute. As our eyes age, it's day and qualify to by AARP and the Ad Council. Summit Foot and Ankle has been voted gold medal winner in the best of Southern Utah. Find out how you can rise above the pain. You know, you listen to the lyrics of songs, and uh, and as we do every day with all the bumpers and everything, and it's there's so many songs that say some pretty compelling stuff. I, I actually really like this song. I like Creedence. Um, so welcome back to KateDallyRadio.com. And, of course, um, get, go to Balance of Nature. It is a great way to help your immune system, and really that's really what it's all about. Shore up your immune system so you do not have to do the pharma thing. Shore up your immune system so that you're healthier. And we all need it right now because it's taken a beating. So 31 fruits and vegetables, the phytonutrients from these, and very clean vegetables with no pesticide, no GMO, none of that. And uh, and they take that and they take the phytonutrients and they put it into capsules. And you can take three veggies and three fruit capsules and you're done for the day. I mean, of course, you're going to eat fruits and vegetables too, but it's amazing what this can do for your body. So please start taking it. It's a 30-day guarantee. You don't like it, send it back. I think you're going to love it because I think you're going to notice a huge difference like Uncle Milty did. So, and like I did, like my husband did. So just please go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate. It'll help the show. Um, But also you're going to get healthy and I feel really good about that. So I'm happy about that. Make sure that you're getting healthy. We just need all hands on deck right now. Balanceofnature.com and order extra for your food supply. All right, Melissa, where next? Okay, near and dear to my heart. Let's talk a little history, Kate. Okay. Um, there's a great article that was published just this last week on American Spectator by Francis P. Sempa. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about something that I have kind of struggled with for a long time. We need to start to reclaim our history. And mm-hmm. we all know that the victors always write the history books, right? Oh, yeah. The victors of the New World Order. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at any history book or what is commonly believed to be the tr- the truth, and mm-hmm. I put that in little air quotes, yeah, it's it's always the liberal version of things. McCarthy was a bad, bad man who was just power crazed. He was on this tear to, you know, he was just chasing after ghosts. Mm-hmm. But there has been some very serious scholarship in the last little while um, that McCarthy was right. Yeah. Why do we continue to use McCarthy and, and I know this has been said, and, and I thought it myself, you know, hey, you know, all this persecution of, of, of conservatives, the mm-hmm. January 6th stuff, it's, it's McCarthyism. Yeah. No, it's not. And if you claim that it is, then you're denying that McCarthy was actually right about communists in the government. Mm. Mm. So let's not, let's find a different example. Okay. You know and, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we did. Let's, I mean, we had that, but I, it just went off the brink on normal people, on, on just average people. But yes, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let's let's talk about 
for a minute Arthur Miller, the mm-hmm. guy that wrote The Crucible, which we all were taught in high school, was a reaction to McCarthyism, right? Mm-hmm. It, he Arthur Miller, the playwright, used the, the Salem witch trials as kind of his microcosm to look at what happens when people make these outrageous... Um, claims mm-hmm. against people that are un, not founded in any truth, okay. right? Right. So the problem is, if you look at Arthur Miller himself, he admitted to helping communist front groups mm-hmm. and for a time was a dedicated communist himself mm-hmm. who wrote for a, a magazine called The New Masses in the mid-1940s under a false name right? to hide his association with the movement. So, was McCarthy right that Arthur Miller was affiliated with communists? Hmm. Well, what about Alger Hiss? Mm-hmm. Was he really a Soviet spy? Hmm. Interesting. That has also been proven recently. Okay. So, let's... Even if you don't... Even if you don't agree with me... Mm-hmm. The best we can do right now as conservatives, we can insist on becoming educated ourselves about some of this, about our own American history, because there's many lies being told everywhere over American history right now. Right. Let's educate ourselves and not allow the narrative to go unchallenged. That is something that every one of us can do. If I know that the show's been kind of sad today. <laughs> I've been kind of sad about having to talk about it. A little. But, right. Yeah, a little. But this is something we can do. We surely can educate ourselves. We surely can uh, begin to understand. McCarthy was closer to the truth mm-hmm. than he was, than the people who accused him of being wrong were. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, Mm. it's a good thing to think about. Yeah. Uh, The other one that comes up all the time Mm -hmm. is that, uh, you know, Trump, that Trump, this is like Watergate, you know? Right. He was. Right. Well, let's, let's, let's reexamine Watergate too. If, if you are part of the Woodward Bernstein crowd Mm -hmm. and you just believe everything that they wrote in All the President's Men. Yeah. Then maybe we should go back and re-examine that too. Yeah. Uh, we've just been, we've just been told so many lies. I swear. I, it's horrendous. And I hate it that I hate it that the deep dives I do are about that. There's so many lies. You have to get beyond that to understand where we're at and why we're here. It's just, it's just, it's, it's sinister. It really is, but we should be expecting it too. Imagine the impact it could have mm-hmm. if your liberal friend says, you know, that Trump, he just abused his authority. That's why right. the FBI had to go down there to Mar-a-Lago and get that stuff back. Oh, yeah. He was abusing his later. authority. <laughs> How would it be if you said, yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of like Bill and Hillary Clinton who did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. let's start talking back to it a little. And I know we you and I were just talking about self-censorship. Oh, Americans and I think are the doing country it in droves. Is, yeah. We are in a mood right now. We don't, like, I, I just don't want to be pestered by people. I don't want to be attacked. I don't want to have to do the verbal debate with anybody. Right. And 
And I like my friends. Sometimes I don't want to know what they're thinking about. That's so true. But, and so I just don't, I'm just mm. not going to go there. I hear people say stupid things and I think, just walk on by. Yeah, just walk yeah. on by. Right. But maybe, maybe we don't have to engage in a full out warfare. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to become history snipers. There you go. Just say, yeah, like kind of, that's kind of, you know kind of like how Hillary bleach bitted her server and walk on by. Yeah, there we go. Or, um, I mean, we need to have freedom Tourette's. And so if everybody could go. develop that and, and, and just realize that at the end of your life, you don't want to be sitting there thinking, I should have spoken up more, should have said more. What was I so afraid of? Really and truly examine that because I've had to do that too. Uh, to be able to do what I'm doing. I don't want to get to the end of my life and say, why wasn't I more bold? Well, I, I don't know, Kate. I, I have been advised mm-hmm. by close family members that my participation, even in this show, mm-hmm. is dangerous. Yeah. And I need to watch what I say. And I think, you know, the cat's out of the bag already. It is. I, I You know, I, I can't live that way. That is not being American. Right. You're there, right. We do have documents that say we have freedom of speech. Let's talk about that. I agree. And it, it, to be totally honest, you find I find inspiration in unexpected places. Mm-hmm. And my the next time I hear anyone talk about government corruption in a way that defends anyone from Washington. <laughs> right. I'm going to bring up... <laughs> There's, I don't know if it's kind of on the, it's kind of, this story is kind of nibbling around the peripherals about a guy named Alex Murdoch mm-hmm. or Murdoch from South Carolina. He was a little tiny two bit nobody lawyer in mm-hmm. the low country in South Carolina. And he is now charged with like over 30. He's been uh, indicted on 30 counts of everything from bank fraud to murder. Mm-hmm. And it was just because he was this little bully in this little nowhere town. And my thought about that was, and I'm going to use this. I'm using it right now, actually. I'm going to use it with other friends. Mm -hmm. If that's the kind of corruption you can see in a little two-bit, no-water, backwater town in South Carolina, Mm -hmm. what is it in Washington, D.C., where people have actual access to power and money and greed Mm-hmm. And uncontrolled, because what this guy was doing, I, I said to a friend today, I said, did you, have you been listening to that Murdoch stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I said, yeah, he has no access to power. What do you think about Hillary? You think she killed all those people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of think maybe. <laughs> because when you look at what this guy would do, right? what right. do you think? So true. Do you then. think other politicians are doing the same for a lot more the stakes are a lot higher in D.C. than they were in yes. South Car- Tidewater, South Carolina. I so agree with that. And I think they're given um, a lot of international perks of what will be this world government, too, for aiding and abetting it and not doing anything. You know, today, Rand Paul came out with the Espionage Act, you know, in retaliation for free speech and, and all of these things. So why aren't we seeing any bills that uh, we've had Rand Paul on the show? He's great. But why aren't we seeing everything against the IRS? Why aren't we seeing anything? I mean, we're not seeing anything. And it's just crickets out there. And they're they on the all just trails. voted for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. they but knew it, what was there. Right. But the Republicans. Or if they didn't. Yeah. 
the Republicans are out there in the news, you know, oh, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> as if as if they're not a catalyst, as if they can't do something about it. If, if surely they can. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see who's willing to be bold enough to put it out there, to put it into a bill, to 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 try to just even try. I'll even take trying at this at this point, at this juncture, because we're not seeing anything. It's just nothing. Well, there's always like mm-hmm. one person yeah. that'll stand up. Right. There's always like a Marjorie Taylor Greene will say something or Rand Paul will stand mm-hmm. up and say something. But nobody else. Nobody They're else. They're just a lone voice. Can you imagine? You look at Congress, 535. You, you, you see these people and you've got about three voices in the media all the time fighting whatever they're doing. About three, maybe four. And uh, that's it out of the entire United States. <laughs> so maybe that picture of the rhino with Liz, you know, applies to almost all of them because they won't do anything. They won't be bold. They won't come out and and actually do something, and they have the power to do it. Can you imagine living your life knowing that you spent 10 years in Congress or in the Senate, and you actually did have some power to do something, and you didn't do it? You sat there on your hands? I can't even imagine having that at the end of my life, Uh, you know, having to deal with that. Well, what's breathtaking to me, Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here right now trying to think of another historical example that might fit the bill, when the government actually turned on their own people and mm-hmm. not like Hitler turned on a particular segment of their people, mm-hmm. but where the government as a whole turned on the citizenry as a whole. Right. That's suicidal. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. absolutely suicidal. And it, the whole notion that anybody, if you are, unless you are walking among the power elite, mm-hmm. To think you will be exempted, uh, Mm -hmm. that ain't going to happen. Yeah. So you might as well speak up now. Speak up because... So Axios did a uh, poll, right? And it come to come to find out what do they what do they focus on? CEOs should take a stand on controversial social issues, and fourteen percent privately agree. But what they're not telling you is eighty six percent completely disagree. But they're not being loud about it, right? One of the questions was: Public schools focus too much on racism in the United States. Thirty three percent privately agreed with that. That means what's the other portion of that, you know, that didn't agree with that. And and so it's kind of amazing. People are not voicing uh, their opinions. And by the way, uh, they do focus too much on racism in the United States is the answer. But this was another one. Mask wearing was effective to stop COVID-19. The total all of that's BS. It was not effective in doing that at all. And it has nothing to do with the spread of anything. But 53 percent of people actually did not agree with that and said, no, BS, you know, but 47% privately agreed. So it does, it, but, but 60% publicly agreed because why? Because you're demonized or that you feel like you're going to be demonized if you don't. But our, our plea today is don't care. Don't, don't care about that. Right. We have to stand. And if you see somebody else standing, join them, for goodness sakes. I know. Seriously. Stop wearing the mask into the hospitals because they say you need to. You don't. Go try it. You don't need to. And uh, stop stop being a puppet. Just start standing. Thank you so much, Melissa. That was awesome. Thank you. On with uh, Susan. And, uh, and, of course, stay with us. Kate Daly Show. So many topics to conquer in the next Uh, portion of the show, last portion of the day. So we'll be right back.
Luxury is created by the best designers and engineers in the world. They dedicate their time and efforts to only creating the best possible outcome. At Precision Dental Specialties, they have spent over 28 years perfecting a fine-tuned dental implant process to 